Hello and welcome to Elementary Springfield with Claire Sullivan and Lauren Bork. Bork. Hello. Uh, hello. El Boco. <laughs> Claire Sulzo. Yes. That's terrible. Why was a reference to the episode we just watched? Is it? Yes. What do you mean, El Boco? Um... El Bato, he tagged his graffiti on the side of the library. Anyway, so. I didn't see that in the oh, episode. Oh, I did. <laughs> You're very observant. I am. <laughs> this is a podcast about The Simpsons. Yes, because I've never seen The Simpsons because I grew up in Tassie and we didn't have it. Still not an, uh, still not an excuse. <laughs> Seasons three to eight. <laughs> we are watching. To have a really good red hot crack at making you feel less lonely yes. in society. Yes, every time I watch another episode, the world becomes more clear. <laughs> Just like- stepping out of the fog <laughs> of, you know, what my actual real life is. Becoming clear? Is that yeah. what that, ep- yeah, that it's book the- is called by the L. Ron Hubbard? Yeah, it's the Scientology yes. situation. So Yes, yeah. becoming clear. You know what, what they mean by clear, right? Uh, they're watching more Simpsons. <laughs> I mean, when apparently it is like you have like tiny little aliens in your body. Oh yeah, and or like everyone is inhabited by a horrible alien thing. Oh. And becoming clear is yes. about getting rid of the alien in your body. Oh, is that when you like cough up phlegm? Yep, it's a you know when you get a cold and yeah, yeah that's why the snot is green. Oh yes, because aliens, aliens makes sense. Yeah, so. <laughs> You are moving into society, hopefully clear of the alien that is living inside of my skin. Yeah. Ah. The alien that hasn't seen The Simpsons. <laughs> Good on him. Hopefully that it comes out through your nose. Yes. <laughs> or oh, satisfyingly when you cough it up in the shower. Oh, there is something about it. Mm. Do you look? Yes. <laughs> I also look. Yeah. It's also a good measurement of how sick you are too. The yeah, shape. well, once it goes green, that's like an infection and you have yes. to go to the doctor and... Well, you meant to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. <laughs> you meant to. Well, you could just stay home and eat hot soup. Well, what are they going to tell you? Yeah. But if it's an infection, then you should go to the doctor. That's true. Right? Because right. that means that you can actually get antibiotics. Yes. Instead of staying and having hot soup. I love a bit of hot soup though. <laughs> I mean, I'm... I'm with you. Yeah, we're soupy girls. <laughs> I'm dripping in soup. All right. On, okay. So your favourite soup on the count of three. One, two, three. Pumpkin. Oh. I, no, faux, that doesn't count. I'm talking like. Oh. Like really plain. Like a vegetable type of soup. Well, I mean, you are vegetarian, so maybe yes. I went with, I could have said lamb. Lamb spring. soup. You know, those... Uh, what would you put in land soup? No, no, you have like a... It's like a gravy kind of stock, like a... Gravy? Yeah, like a... a <laughs> you make your you soup know out what, of... You know what lamb and gravy is. <laughs> so you make your soup out of gravy and lamb. No, no, there's like shredded lamb. like Shredded have lamb? Like a, like a lamb shank. Do you know what lamb shanks are? The leg of a lamb? Yes. Because <laughs> the shank is your butt. Uh, is it? You're eating a... Lamb butt. Yeah. Uh, so it's very tasty, um, but you can, like, you shred it into, a, like, a soup that's kind of got a much more kind of uh, hearty quality to it. I still I still stand by my choice. I'd, I'd love pho. pho so you have vegetarian pho. Yes. Vegetables, tofu. Does it have a vegetarian stock in it? Look. <laughs> Who knows? Because that's my, that's my, uh, that's my beef. With the pho, the vegetarian pho, is a part Most of me of is kind have of a is vegetable calling... stock. Yeah, yeah. What was that? 
That was my uh, drink water app. So <laughs> I... <laughs> you have an app that reminds you to drink water? I just water? got it. I just got it because I it am not very good at drinking water. Oh. Like basically I'm like really, really not good at it. Uh, and I wanted to start drinking more water. Yes. Um, and instead of being a human being capable of <laughs> drinking enough water, I was like, there'll be an app for that, right? There because is. Apps, I, can, I just want to outsource the responsibility. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think so, but once you start drinking more water, then you won't need the app anymore because you will notice when you're thirsty yeah, a lot more. I'm hoping that it will, you know, be able to pave the way yeah. for more um, uh, water drinking. Yes, yeah, so how you're in yellow. Yeah, well, it was not great, I guess. Oh, no. I was a bit like, oh, I just don't think I drink enough water in general. Like yeah. I snore a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need water. You know? Yeah. And I, <laughs> have you ever done like almost like you've gone from not drinking a lot of water to being like, oh, better drink more water. And Do you then, mean in general or like you wake up? And you in have, general? Uh, no, not in general. I, right. you, I drink a lot I know, of water. And you always tell me to drink it. Do you're I? You're very good at doing that. Yeah, I, oh yeah, I'm quite, that's one of my go-to things if someone's like feeling any kind of emotion. I'm like, have you had a glass of water? Even if it's a happy emotion. <laughs> so a- I was ecstatically happy and I decided that I needed more water. True. Good idea. <laughs> but you know, I have found that I have been, I have, I have been peeing so much. Oh yeah. Like you have that thing where for the first like few days, your body's like, I don't know what to do with all of this. Oh no, I just pee a lot. Get it out of my system. Yeah. Flushing everything out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm with that. It feels good. Mm. Like I already feel uh, like better. Yeah. But like, will this end? Will my body? No. (laughs) It's good for your skin. Good for your hair. You need to pee a lot. (sighs) Sometimes it's like a bad situation. Like I'm driving somewhere and I'm like. Oh, yeah. No, that's bad. Ooh, like I feel like and it comes on really quickly. Yeah. How do people live through this, Claire? Is this, is this my Simpsons moment? Yes. <laughs> this is how, this is why people are covered in piss all the time. <laughs> oh, so when you're sitting in the pub and everyone just starts <laughs> pissing themselves and you're looking around going, what is everybody doing? It's not because what are they're they saying? drinking too much. It's not because they're drinking too much beer, it's because they're drinking too much water. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, is this what everybody does? Because, I mean, I grew up in Melbourne where people don't drink too much water. In... (laughs) But no, you can't compare it. Yes, I can and I will. You can't because if you grow up in Perth, people don't drink that much water because the water tastes disgusting. That's a lie. You are lying. That is not a lie. How do you know that? What? What do you mean? The water tastes disgusting in Perth. Yeah, so then you've assumed that all of Perth don't drink water? Yeah, have you been, have you hung out with someone who's in Perth? If they drink water, they drink cordial. That's why cordial is popular in weird areas in Australia, because the water tastes bad. All right, I mean... (laughs) I made that fact up. You made that up! (laughs) But uh, cordial is more popular in Perth. Because the water tastes bad. Look, I, you know what? I just thought Cody was more of a popular thing for like young kids, right? I mean, it is. Who's, who's a grown it, ass it man who's drinking down cordial? Um, I've seen lots of grown ass men, especially older men in weird small country towns where the water tastes bad, drinking a glass of cordial. You're like, what? Huh? Well, whatever takes your mind off the, the the feeling that you're drinking dust. Yes. Yes. So the episode. So anyway, that was a good intro. <laughs> 
This week's episode is called Like, like Father, Like Clown. Yes, that's it. Like Father, Like Clown. And it is the mission to reunite Krusty yeah. with his father it was delightful. Episode. What a delightful episode. It was delightful, was it not? It was really gorgeous. Yeah. Quite touching. I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, so I'll, I'll say what happens. Go on. So, um, uh, Bart saved Krusty's life yes. in a terrible animation. <laughs> which was a flashback to an earlier season. Yes. In which Chief Wiggum looks yes. the weirdest he's ever looked. He's I, got like black hair. Yes, he's very strange. He's very strange. And they had that flashback thing and I looked at you. <laughs> you had the look of horror on your face you have right now. It was horrifying. <laughs> see, this is why we started in season three. Yes, I see why. You're wise, Bok. I was. You are wise. It was weird. It was so strange and yeah. they all move weirdly and yeah. it's very bad animation. Yeah, it's a little bit choppy. The colours are not that great. It, yeah. So this episode, uh, Bart saves Krusty's life, which is like, okay, that's a weird thing. As though everyone's seen every single episode of Simpsons. They're like, oh, yes, I remember that. No, they gave you a flashback to catch you up. That's true. It was enough of a flashback. I don't want to watch that entire episode. I've got the idea. Yeah. And then because of that, Krusty has agreed to have dinner with Bart and keeps cancelling on him because he's a bastard. Yeah, he's doing other stuff. (laughs) And his uh, secretary, Miss Money Candy. What is that a name? Penny Candy. Penny Candy, like, like Money Penny. Very single. Look at you. Huh. Not married. Well, she's married to the job. She is married to the job. Mm. Poor Miss Penny Candy. Somehow, Miss Money Penny convinces Krusty to go to dinner. Basically, by threatening to. Oh, that's right. Leave. Yes, yes, because Bart has lost his faith. Yes, in the Krusty faith. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> funnily enough. Yes, yeah, so this episode is also about religion. Very much so. Yes, very religious. So many yeah. Jewish old men. I've not seen. I feel like it's a definitely a reference to some movie, but I've not seen it. It is the jazz singer. Ah, which was from nineteen twenty-seven. Oh right, yeah. yes, that hot so, uh, movie that we all know. Hot movie that we all know. Uh, the jazz but it is, singer. Yeah, the jazz singer was a, was a big movie for its time. Right. Okay. Because in but a- it was about someone being ostracized uh, and rejecting their like faith and community. Yeah. Right. Yep. Oh, that makes sense. They also had two rabbis as consultants on this episode. Really? To get everything right. Wow. Yeah. That's the wokest thing they've ever done. Yeah. I think this was a real exploration of uh, the Jewish faith. Yes. I mean. I mean, apparently they actually didn't, they didn't really, like the Krusty was not supposed to be Jewish. He was just like a secondary character and they decided to explore that. Oh. this season and add it to what he was, basically. Right. Wow. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, and then so... <laughs> because he is an entertainer. Because he's an entertainer, so he has to... What was, what was that very, very funny line? And at dinner, and Lisa is saying, oh, Krusty must be Jewish because he starts um, saying grace. Grace in Hebrew. In Hebrew. <laughs> and then Homer says... A Jewish entertainer? Never heard of it. <laughs> Relevant, yes, a relevant joke. Some of these don't quite make it through the gate in terms of their relevance. This one's very funny, still very good, very, very funny <laughs> because I know Hollywood and there's lots of Jewish people mm-hmm. who are entertainers in Hollywood, correct? Yes, because yes. I've seen lots of Hollywood movies and they mention that. Yeah, I don't know if that transfers to Australia or not. Um, I don't know, probably not. I, I mean, I feel like it's a 
it's a bigger conversation in America than it is here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But I understand because I've seen lots of American movies and they mention it, like in Barton Fink, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, so mm. also there's more people with different colored hair. What color is blue hair in real life or is it just blue hair? People in The Simpsons just have blue well, hair. Well, they have yellow skin, so the blue creates a nice contrast. That's true. Blue and yellow. Yeah. Nice, like a minion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Bart I mean, and Lisa it, but... do lots of uh, Jewish research in the old Springfield Library mm-hmm. um, to work out ways to get Krusty and um, his father Hyman. reunited. Hi- what? Is that a joke? No. Well, it's a wow. yeah, Hyman, but H-Y-M-A-N. Right. Yeah. Hyman. I've never heard of that name before. I guess I don't really know many Jewish people. So, Well, Krusty's real name is Herschel. I slept with a really hot uh, Jewish man. His name was Yehudi. Once. Ooh, your hoodie. Yeah, he's very, That's very, nice. very good looking. He's good looking. He was very good looking. Well, you know. Very good looking. <laughs> I was shocked. I think I kept was, telling uh, him. He was, he's made, they're God's people. So They are. You would know. He was very good looking. I think, um, so the protracted thing is uh, my mum, mm-hmm. uh, so we're, I don't know what we are. I never went to church. So oh, right. We're, we're pretty much in nothing. Yeah. Um, but we grew up in uh, Elstonwick. Yes. Which is, apart from, well, Caulfield is a very uh, Jewish neighborhood. Yes. And the reason that happens is, especially there's a very big uh, Orthodox Jewish community. Mm-hmm. Uh, because part of the Orthodox and sort of, uh, I guess, the piety of it is that, you, you know, what to be like a good Jew and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. you've got the synagogue. Mm-hmm. And the preference is for you to walk to synagogue. Oh, that's nice. walk back. So that kind of creates this situation where people live close to their synagogue. Mm-hmm. So it creates a community. Ah. Basically. Yeah. So Within I know, walking distance. Within walking distance of that's each other. That's nice. So that's what there's one, there's an Orthodox uh, church in, or synagogue in Elstonwick. So mm-hmm. there's therefore a, quite a large Jewish community there. Yeah. And one of the uh, traditions is that when someone dies... The next, like, you're supposed to name your kid after them. Oh. So if, like, your grandma dies and, you know, you I mean, depending on what the Jewish name is, but something like uh, Yitty. Like, yeah. if your grandmother died, her name is Yitty, uh, and you had a little girl, you'd call her Yitty. Aww. But that said, if you're pregnant at the same time and your sister is pregnant at the same time, which would happen because, you yeah. know, they get pregnant a lot, yep. then you would have, you would both call your child Yitty. Yeah. Yeah, see, I was brought up as a... A nothing. Oh, I wish I'd been brought up like that. Ugh. Which is interesting because I find when I'm doing stand-up or like in stand-up comedy, there's a lot of like jokes about religion. Yeah. That I just like don't get. Yeah. Or that I am always like, what's the deal? Like, why is that a big deal? And someone's like, oh, I'm making this joke about Jesus. And they're like, just like living for it. <laughs> they're jokes about Jesus. Because <laughs> isn't this like blasphemous? And I'm s- sitting there going... Eh? He's just some man. Yeah. He threw a good party. <laughs> Turned the get, water into wine. Do you get that? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you were brought up Catholic or yeah. whatever, yeah. do you get that someone would be like, oh my God, we're doing it. We're doing it. Like an old person would, I guess. Yeah. And old people would be shocked because when people make fun of Jesus because he's meant to be like the best guy ever, sure. supposedly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the Jews didn't really think that. No, they didn't really care for him. He was just some prophet for them. Anyway, so uh, uh, I really like the field of screams, like the field of dreams. 
If you build it, they will come. Oh, the itchy and scratchy cartoon yeah, yeah. that we see? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Have you seen Field of Dreams? Yeah, no. Nah. Oh. I did know you, about if you build it, they will come. Did you know that that was a reference to Field of Dreams? Well, it was called Field of Screams. Yes. So yes. All right. Yeah, that filtered through. Yeah. I got funny. the reference clear. All right, just check in, just check in, just check in. <laughs> so at one point they're at the library doing the research and that's when you see El Bato, his graffiti. Uh, it's on the, it's on like the, uh, the, the wall of the steps, you know, the rail of the steps. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, graffiti. Callback, El Boco. Yes, exactly, El Boco. Oh, thanks. El Bato, El Boco. We'll find one for you somewhere. <laughs> Until then, your nickname is... Claire Sullivan. Claire Sullivan. Good nickname. <laughs> I Did like... you have a nickname growing up? Uh, uh, sometimes I have Sulzy. Sometimes people call me Sulzy. Yeah. Uh, as a teenager, some very clever boys. Oh, uh, called, did they now? Yes, very clever because oh, they understood irony because they called me flatty because I wasn't flat-chested. I was literally in my mind like it was about your boobs, I was wasn't it? I was about my boobs. Uh. It was like four of us who had boobs back then. <laughs> Apparently. Me. <laughs> By all the powers combined. <laughs> I am Captain Cleavage. Exactly. I was Captain Cleavage. A 14-year-old running out of D's. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever like, wear like a training bra? Or did you just like have to negotiate to full like nana bra? So the first time I uh, tried on a bra... Um, Mum took me to Maya and the women were like, oh, uh, here are our training bras. And I'm like, I think I need something bigger. They're like, no, no, here are your training bras. And then they measured me and then they're like, oh, <laughs> we're going to get you some wire cups. B, C, no, C, we're going to get you some C cups. When, oh, you're 11. Oh, dear. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. If they reacted like that. Yeah, they're like, oh. So they made you feel real comfortable. Real comfortable. And just like relax. Yes. And your boobs are like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like really early to the party. Yes. We're too early. Where is everyone? Knock, knock, knock. Oh, hello. It's 6 p.m. It's 6 p.m., but we were just in the area. It's in the area. We thought we'd come round. We thought we'd come in. We, do you want help setting up? Do you need anything? We bought a tray. We bought a tray. We're very here. <laughs> we are extremely present at your party. We're front and centre. <laughs> perky, though. Perky. We're the perky first guests. Perky, we're so perky and helpful. <laughs> oh, we're not helpful. Get in the way. Oh, my God, in the way. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Just, I'm going everywhere. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm spilling out. <laughs> I'm spilling everywhere. Oh, spilling I'm so sorry. Out. Terribly sorry. Sorry, sorry. I'm making your neighbours look at the party. Oh, no. I'm drawing too much attention. A lot of attention and I seem to be just getting bigger every day. Every day. <laughs> oh, she said this party starts at 10pm? Well, I'm four hours early. Sorry about that. Sorry. And also, oh, well. Oh, well, you can't get rid of me now. I'm here now. <laughs> Very present. Very present. <laughs> I like that my little 11-year-old breasts are very adult women with very kind of proper voices. Did you give them a name? Yes. Yeah. I should give them a name. Helen. Trude. The right one. Helen. Helen. But, and Trude's definitely the, the perkier, bigger one on the left. They're equal size. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, I've got my, very good breasts. No, my left is just a little bit. It's like a it's like a horse race. Oh. That was like oh, a yeah. photo finish. <laughs> When they have to look at the line and see what little horses' noses are. Yeah. Those are my nipples. <laughs> and it's double D's around the corner now. And, and they are perky. And they, they are still coming perky. Coming in front. 
I've had them for a long time and they still still stand up. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> You've had them for a long time? Well, I've had them since 11. So when you're 11, yeah. I, I feel like I remember that I woke up and suddenly I couldn't fit into my children's clothes anymore. It felt like it happened overnight. My hips and everything oh, grew and I... Everything just like popped out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Suddenly and mum's like, oh no. And I was like, I can't wear any clothes. She's like... <gasps> To Kmart, and we just had to buy me a whole new wardrobe in the adult women's set department, Jesus. and all the all the pants were way too long. Oh my god! A size ten immediately. Mine like, was a very slow wow progression of normal puberty that I don't remember anything about. Oh, I remember mine. Yeah, yeah. I had like a training bra thing, like a crop top oh, thing for a I, while. I wanted those. The girls look so cool. They were cool. so cute, right? Yeah. I had some super cute ones. We're talking like 90s style cute crop tops. Yeah, like the white with a little rainbow stripe. You know? Little... Yeah, and everyone is getting changed and we've all got them. And like you go from like getting being a kid getting changed to yeah. like being like in a... Yeah, from you know, the singlet. Yeah, to the, the white singlet. singlet into the kind of like, oh, I've got to hide myself a little bit now. Yeah. You know? But no, I was busting out. Oh, I'm trying to cover myself. I feel like I'm saying I'm sorry, but I'm also like. Trying to cover myself with a towel. Yeah. Yeah. Towel's always too small. The old changing room thing. Too small towel. Too small towel. Too small. (laughs) On the bus on the way home from the pool and there'd always be one person, like the teacher would be like, Whose undies are these? Oh my god, they're sopping because they've been dropped. Come on now. Whose undies? Whose undies? And it's always the poor weird dude. It is. The guy who got a boner. And then for months, well, actually, I remember the guy who got a boner and we talked about it for a long time. Yeah? Did you call him Flatty? No. He didn't have a nickname because he wasn't fun. The poor guy. He's just a weirdo. Nowadays, a boner is a good thing. Yeah, you want to get a boner. You want boners. Yeah. Everybody wants boners. We all want boners. Give us boners. I think what I liked about this the most was it was uh, really, it almost had a vibe, like it was about educating you Mm. about the Jewish faith. Yes, it educated me a lot because I did not know many Jewish people growing up. See, I grew up. In, like, basically in a Jewish community. Like, yeah. it was always around me. Yeah. And I went to a school that had a lot of Jewish kids at it. I went to bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. <gasps> you and... went to bar mitzvahs? Yeah. Oh, my God. Were they fun? They were really fun. They look like the most fun parties ever. Yeah. Are we, uh, remember one, like, you know, it was a table of all the friends from school. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, we must have been, like, you know, year seven, year eight or something. And for some reason, we we thought that the there was jugs and I... Jugs of lemon, lime, and bitters uh-huh. on the table. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'd had lemon, lime, and bitters before. <gasps> Fun. And I, we kind of thought that, like, the lemon, lime, and bitters was alcoholic. Oh, yeah. So we just drank so much lemon, lime, and bitters. Yes. And it must have just been a sugar high more than anything. Oh, but yeah. I think we thought we were being kind of cool and sophisticated and having a drink that has, like, a tiny bit of alcohol in it. <laughs> And that was like, ooh, we're so fancy. Ooh, we're at this reception. Ooh, it's the <laughs> middle of the day. Ooh. We're having an alcoholic drink. <laughs> and lemon, lime, and this jug of lemon, lime, and bitters. I drank so much of it. I must have been fucking pinging off. You would have been. But it was it was really sweet. Aww. It was really, you know, that whole, like, becoming a man thing and... We went to the synagogue bit as well and heard him like say his like they have to pick a passage and read it in Hebrew, Hebrew and Aww. kind of get all the pronunciation right and actually the, like my that. first exposure to that mm. uh, world was watching um, Hey Arnold. 
Yeah. Yeah, because the guy, he gets really nervous about, like, reading that, that section. Mm-hmm. And he, it, there's a lot, that whole episode's about that. And then he, in the end, he does it. He does it really well. He does it really well. Yeah, you're like, oh, he did it so well. First Wives Club. <laughs> first Wives Club? In the First Wives Club. Ah. Um, Bet Midler's son is uh, doing his bar mitzvah mm-hmm. and she's like, gets him to, like, gets him like a... <laughs> cassette recorder and he has to listen to and she wants him to have really good vibe it's but that's but no bar bar is the dude's one that's so nice <laughs> so that's also i think what i remember of it well crusty's dad do you think that it felt a little bit weirdly stereotypical like there was a lot of like oh, jewish jokes yes it was extremely i mean they have like you know bart keeps coming back to um, Krusty's dad. Yeah, and they're all, they're doing things like uh, he talks to him in the sauna. He talks to him when he's playing chess. Uh, where else does he talk to him? He talks about at a, a bunch bris. Of, yeah, out of what? A bris. The circumcision. Oh yes, that was very. I was like, what are all the Jewish things that he can be doing? <laughs> Just spitballing ideas. Yes. <laughs> it's great. Uh, I have a question. Yes, is uh, Krusty's show is that filmed in uh, Springfield? Yeah, I mean they make play school in Melbourne. Cool. Yeah, I think they used to make it in the ABC studios oh. in Elstonwick. Oh. And in the end of the episode, mm. uh, Bart quotes Sam, Sammy, Sammy, Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr., which makes uh, Hyman cry and uh, reunite with his son. It's just a really touching, sweet episode. And then they sing a song at the end. Claire. Yes, they do. There are so – I actually write do this down. Do you know down. this song? No. Do you think it is a Simpsons song? Or a song in real life? Um, I think it's a song in real life. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Hey. If it was a Simpsons song, it'd be more silly and... It'd be more Simpsons. Yeah. Simpsons. Happy birthday, Lisa, you know. I have to tell you about Krusty's father. Yes. He was played by Jackie Mason. Is that a Jewish man? It is a Jewish man. Oh, thank goodness. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. our poo was in there for a moment. I was like, oh, I know that he's played by a white man. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. another Hank Azaria yeah. um, character. Yeah, awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mad. Yeah. Well, that's when Krusty <laughs> calls the hot sex line. The sex line and gets connected to a sexy party, <laughs> which is just five other dudes, like modern day chat, chat roulette. Yeah. Me and my friends, we used to drink vodka and orange juice and go on chat roulette and see um, how many dicks we could find. How many dicks did you oh, find? Oh, too many. Um, so it was just like you would log on and you would log you on to someone else in the world and half the time was dudes mat- wanking mm. and the hard times was just other people like us having a laugh. So the dudes wanking, hoping that they'll get connected with a sexy lady? I think they're wanking knowing that people are going to see them wanking. Is that obscure? No, I don't think voyeurism is that obscure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. But, I mean, if it's if but it's not consensual, oh, I yeah. feel like that is kind of yuck. Oh, yeah, that is yuck. Yeah. And they were definitely going there knowing that underage uh, teenagers are having a laugh. That's what I get off on. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I met my beautiful girlfriend. Um, it's going really well. <laughs> my favourite thing is when she brings a bunch of young teenagers into the house and they all laugh at me while I jack off. But I need to have a new set of teenagers every two minutes. They could be from anywhere in the world. And they can be, I want them, you know, I want to be diverse. I'm not an animal. Um, Jackie Mason won a Primetime Emmy Award in 1992. For that episode? Sounding voiceover performance. Wow. I know. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, oh, mm-hmm. your buddy Hank Azaria has won three. Sorry. Oh, no. Okay, so Jackie Mason 
really well-known Jewish stand-up comedian. Oh, like great. you might if you I think he was part of like the reason why we now have stereotypes about Jewish stand-up comedians. Oh, that's why they chose him. That's like, why they chose him. And I thought perfect. his voice was beautiful yeah, and beautiful so voice. melodic and gorgeous. Yeah, I could listen to him uh, read the weather. Yes, read the weather to me, please. But I need a new set of teenagers <laughs> reading the weather to me. <laughs> Every two minutes. Every two minutes. So do you want to hear some of his jokes? I would love to hear one of his jokes. He's written his own material and it's definitely very, like, Jewish humour. 80% of married men cheat in America. The rest cheat in Europe. Oh, that's a good joke. That's a great profession, a doctor. Where else are you get, can you ask a woman to get undressed and then send the bill to her husband? Aye. 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 All right. That's very different. Uh... You can't please everybody. <laughs> I have a girlfriend. I think she's the most wonderful person in the world. That's to me. But my the wife. wife. <laughs> it's a bit like yucky yucka. It's like an open door. Audience can just walk straight through it. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, welcome to my home of jokes. So he was part of that whole stand-up era. Ed Sullivan show. Wow. Well, anyway. there we go. Well, that was a very sweet episode. I thought it was delightful. I was pissing myself. Yeah, it's so funny. It was cracking. Mel Brooks is Jewish. I think Homer's sh- shocked. <laughs> what? What? It was. It made me feel better about Homer, actually. Why? Just because it was about fathers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Homer was not involved in this episode at all. No, he wasn't. So maybe that's why you liked him yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> He's still my least favourite character. I think that that is a fair point. Yeah. And I think we should keep looking at that as we uh, as we move forward. Right. Keep assessing it. Yeah. Coming back around. Right. Oh, there's also the wonderful joke when um, Mo uh, was asking for a, a hanky and Barney gave him his hanky and it was disgusting. And he was like, ugh. Because if you're crying and someone's like, I've got a hanky, you're I, like, it's disgusting. I don't like hankies. No. No. I mean, they're good for the environment. But no. <laughs> You have to be carrying around so many clean hankies with you for that to for it to be worth handing out your hanky when the apocalypse comes. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to deal with the fact that we're gonna need hankies. Yeah, we'll need a lot of hankies. My apocalypse hanky. My dad would always give me his hanky when I was a kid, uh-huh. and I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> it's always a little bit wet. Yes, my grandmother kept one tucked into the sleeve. Yes, I get that having a little rag with you. <laughs> Wherever you go is useful. Yeah, my ex, he used hankies. Obviously, everyone used hankies before they invented tissues. Oh, yes. For the invention of a soft piece of paper. I mean, what? there would be no other alternative when you were out. A hanky makes sense. A hanky makes sense. And you can monogram them. They can be very sophisticated. Yeah. You know, when you go to like the men's section and DJs. And oh, yeah. They've got the little Paul Sherman yeah. sets of hankies. Yeah. And you I, might I, get that for your, you know, cousin's 21st. Yeah. Because you're like, you're a man now. You're what? a man. He's a hankies that you'll never use. You can drop them in the street and then a young woman might come along and pick one up for you. Ooh. And then you can start a conversation. Ooh. That's a fun way to beat someone. <laughs> dropping hankies everywhere. Excuse me, ma'am. You are dropping your hankies. Ooh. <laughs> a fancy man is talking to me. No, you keep dropping your disgusting hankies. Ooh. <laughs> you're touching my hanky. Have your hanky back. Oh, you oh, oh, we touched hands. That's great. People have to do it. I'm really. Oh, can you take it from again. me now? Can you take it from me? Oh, Helen. My yeah. name is Helen. Oh, hello, Helen. Um, look, you seem real perky. But take <laughs> your hanky and maybe go to the doctor. All right, because it's it's green. Is it luminous? <laughs> it's 
glowing in the dark because it's 3 a.m. and well, I haven't had enough wa- enough water. Oh, what would you give this for woke points? Um, beautiful. Yeah. I give it like ten woke points. I'd minus a point for um, Hank Azaria's p- portrayal of an Indian man. That's gonna keep happening. Yeah, just putting it out there. Okay, all right. Yep. Other uh, than that, it was beautiful. It was yeah. beautiful. Exploring father son. Oh, and uh, out of ten in general episode, I would give it a nine. Yeah, me Michael Jackson episode. I think you gave a ten. Yeah, I would give this a nine then as well. Yeah, I didn't remember it vividly. No. I would say. I felt like I've seen this episode and maybe it passed me by. Maybe I'm just in the revisit. I just went, it's funny. It's got an interesting content this time around. We explore more of the world of The Simpsons. Yeah. And especially more about Krusty. Yes. Finding a depth in that character that I know continues forward. Yeah. And can be mined for all sorts of reasons. Beautiful. I'm going to downgrade mine. It was seven and a half. Oh, I'm going to downgrade. halves? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can do halves. All right. I'm going to keep mine as a nine. Keep it as a nine. By all means, that was your natural thing. Yeah. I just know that better stuff is coming. Oh, is there? Because next week's episode <gasps> is our first Ooh. Treehouse of Horrors. Ooh! With the Flemmy the the men in the space, man. Space, the Flemmy. Okay, you'll be fine. Shh, shh. I know you're very excited right I now. I am. So. Uh, rate and review us. Uh, tell your friends. Best, uh, best, um... Knowing about things is word of mouth. Yeah, okay, word of mouth. So if you liked it and someone, like, quotes The Simpsons at you... Yeah. ...or you find yourself quoting The Simpsons at somebody, follow that up... Yes. ...with a, by the way, I'm listening to this amazing, sexy podcast. So sexy. They describe their breasts as women too early to the party. Sexy podcast and talking about boobs this week and Jewish (laughs) stuff. Welcome back to the podcast. Don't My name is br- Trude. <laughs> My name is Helen. You're with Trude and Helen on Boob Talk. <laughs> Today we oh. are hanging at low. We're low hanging fruit. <laughs> Ripe for the picking. <laughs> or email us. Emails. Um, I don't know. East Springfield Pod. Great. At gmail.com. Or follow. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We're on Facebook. Follow all the things. And also you can follow me personally at Claire Cool Cat. And me personally at Bokla. Bokla. Maybe I should change it to El Bokla. No, it's already on all Monday. Yeah, that's true. You can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do it. And we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye.